Hello and welcome to Too Many Movies, the podcast where we discuss DVDs, Blu-rays, and even the occasional VHS tape. I'm your host, Hal, and with me here today is the Ewok enjoyer themselves, Puff. Oh, fuck you. You know I hate the little bastards. I'm actually suing for defamation right now. I'll see you in court, Hal. Oh, well, as you can tell, this is the series finale of Too Many Movies. I will be sued out the asshole for this. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, guys. I'm canceling this whole operation. Uh, Peers, book moralist, we'll see who cancels who. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The liberal media once again. Uh... No, just kidding. Anyway, welcome back, Puff. Happy May the 4th. Uh, Hopefully I'm going to upload this on May the 4th uh, because we're talking about a couple of Star Wars movies today. Um, Well, Star Wars, quote unquote. Quote unquote, (laughs) like big quotes. Yeah, like big quotes, the biggest quotes. Um, So a little backstory. I was... This was like a couple months ago, I think. I was in my local Bull Moose, um, which is a store I've talked about on the podcast. That's where I get a lot of my movies, actually. Um, and I was in the DVD section, and I was in the S section, uh, more specifically where the grouping of Star Wars movies on DVD were. And lo and behold, I found Star Wars Ewok Adventures on DVD. That's right. It's a double feature DVD with Caravan of Courage and the Battle for Endor. I saw it and I was like, holy shit, that's a Puff uh, episode in the making. So I bought it. I uh, held on to it for a little while. uh, And then with May the 4th coming up, I was like, hey, you know, it'd be perfect is if me and Puff talked about the Ewok movies on the podcast. And so I said, Puff, we're talking about the Ewok movies. And you said, sure. And I watched both of them. And I'm sorry. I'm so sorry I did this to you. I am sorry for ever doubting you, um, even a little bit, for (laughs) wondering if you were just a little overreactive towards your hatred towards the Ewoks movies. Now, I will say... When you were saying, like, you thought the Ewok movies were some of the worst movies you've ever seen, I'm just like, "Uh uh-huh, sure. I believed you to an extent, but I was like, eh, but it's a cheesy 80s Star Wars movie made for babies. How bad could these be? (laughs) I'm sorry, how bad could they really be? (laughs) I'm sorry, and I've done this to myself, uh... This Let's is, just. This, you trust me from now on. When I say something's I, dog shit, like it's dog <laughs> shit. Because the thing yeah. is, I love dog shit movies and camp shit, and I can put it up with a lot. But oh my god, those movies are so boring. Yeah. On top of yeah. having some of like the most mind-boggling things to ever be seen in a Star Wars thing, like things that just take you out of it immediately and you're just like what the fuck am i watching here it's i know i get it yeah it's like oh my god i get it now yeah (laughs) so uh i guess if we're gonna start anywhere let's start with the first of the ewok movies that being specifically caravan of courage or (laughs) as letterboxd calls it the ewok adventure um because I, I don't know. I just I don't I know think why. That's what two it was originally ones. called on uh, the TV special. Maybe I. The thing is, like, 
the version that at least I saw had Caravan of Courage, but maybe it's also using the like European title. I don't know because I know in Europe these were actually theatrically released, while in the Americas uh, they were television movies. Hmm. Because um, I stumbled upon these movies specifically because I had decided I was going to watch every single Star Wars movie, including um, anything like the Star Wars Holiday Special or any spinoffs. And Mm -hmm. I saw these two on Disney Plus and I was just like, what the hell? I had never heard of these in my life. <laughs> and they looked so campy. I knew they were going to be bad, but I did not know yeah. how bad when I was going into it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny, actually. I unlocked a memory this week uh, with watching these movies. Um, I actually sort of knew they existed long before uh, you did because I remember reading in my uh, Star Wars: The Ultimate Visual Guidebook, released in 2005, um, after Revenge of the Sith, and I remember there's a section of the book. Um, I'm flipping through it right now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I used to fucking read this thing like for hours as a child. I'm like remembering. Yeah. I'm like looking through this. I'm like, holy shit! I was obsessed with this book. Yeah. Um, ninety percent of it is bullshit now. Thanks to Disney. Um. (laughs) Oh my god, dude. I actually, I feel so bad for kids growing up with Star Wars in this generation because the expanded universe pre the sequel trilogies was actually really interesting and seeing Mm -hmm. like how they were building upon like the mythos into even more of like a pulp sci-fi thing. Like people aren't gonna know about, like, Anakin Solo or anything like that. Like, I grew up reading those books, and it's kind of, like, weird that they've kind of been swept under the rug by Disney, except for the ones that they like. Yeah, exactly. Like, certain, uh, certain, uh, nuggets in there are considered canon, but not others. It's like, well, that's not fair, you know? It's like either all or none, I would say, but whatever. I guess it didn't really matter because uh, the sequels just didn't really <laughs> improve on anything. But that's a conversation for another time. Indeed. Um, but yeah, no, I, re- I remember being a kid looking through this book and coming across the uh, chapter on continuing the saga and... I'm like looking at it right now. There's like uh, the actual Star Wars Ewok Adventures DVD cover um, just in the book talking about these movies. And I remember looking at it and being like, because so on the cover, that's like both children and Wicket are on the cover as it's kind of like trying to be a Drew Struzon esque uh, floating head Star Wars poster. And even as a kid, I remember looking at that and being like, oh, that's lame looking. Like, why would anybody ever watch that? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> 15 years or 15, 18 years later, uh, here I am doing a podcast on those movies I called lame when I was seven. And so, they still are lame. And they, they still are lame. <laughs> yeah, uh, we can go back to the book later on. I think we should actually talk about the movies. Um, so, yeah. 
Caravan of Courage. This was one I had not seen before. You you had shown me and the the crew a Battle for Endor a while back. Yeah, um, mainly just because that one had stuff going on and Caravan of Courage very much didn't. So yeah, that's the first thing I want to get through. Caravan of Courage, nothing happens. Like, it is unbelievably empty like nothing fucking happens at all it is so boring i'm like what like how is this real how did anybody like tune in to tv or go to the theater apparently in europe they went to a theater to watch this like how did anybody watch this without falling asleep like what Yeah, and, like, the other thing that drives me insane about this movie is, like, I just know, like, I knew the moment that I heard Burl Eye's voice say, deep in the enchanted forest on the moons of Endor, I'm just like, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, that's a good point. Burl Ives narrates this movie. Sam the Snowman from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer narrates this for no reason. Like, he literally adds nothing as a narrator. He's not a character. He's not uh, even... He never really introduces the movie, does he? He's just... He just sort of, like, talks over it like it's a nature documentary. Yeah, no, he does. And while it works very well for the first part, because, you know, everything is in... Uh, Ewokis, and so you're not really knowing what's going on, so it works decently enough, but once the human characters get introduced and he's still going, you're just kind of like, why didn't they just do subtitles and forego the narrator? It would have just made at least a more cohesive experience, if that makes sense. I guess so. Rather than something that just takes me out of it. Like, there's so much in this movie that just takes me out of everything. Do you think they added Burl Ives as a narrator as sort of like a a lesson they learned from not having any subtitles or narration because of the Wookiees in the Star Wars holiday special? Like I, I do think so, but I think they learned the lot wrong lessons. I think yeah. they should have like thought like, hey, maybe people know how to read. <laughs> you know? Like I know yeah. I know that they had really tiny TV screens back in the eighties. But, like, your target demographic, kids, are going to be yeah. sitting right at the TV. Yeah, they, they're, they're going to be sitting right there. Or, you know, like, maybe have these characters articulate movement that's, like, a universal language. Like, you know, because you're telling the story visually, because they're not speaking English, so you got to, like, tell the story yeah, actually, through visuals. If they were aliens, like, completely aliens, and they spoke, like, I don't know, Huddies or something... Like, I'm just naming a language, okay? Uh, that's the yeah. only one I remember from the Star Wars universe other than, like, what is it, common? Is I think the that's the English? only other language. Cause, so I was recently rewatching the prequels, and every time an alien spoke, even if it wasn't a hut, it was like, every time they spoke, the subtitle said, speaking hut ease. And I'm like, I, I didn't know that was the common, like, language in Star Wars. I thought every alien had a different language to them. Yeah, it is very odd. But anyways, like if they had yeah. someone speaking a different language mm-hmm. uh, and still having the same plot, but with the narration over it, that could have also worked. And again, focusing more on like visual like storytell- uh, storytelling 
with the actor's movements and such, then like the narrator could have worked, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in this case, it just, it's so <laughs> jarring. It is. I mean, especially because like, I'm such a huge fan of the Rankin Bass Rudolph. I'm just like, that's literally just Sam the Snowman to me. So I'm just like, what are you doing here in Star Wars? Yeah, I actually, the thing is, I kind of hate knowing actors now sometimes just because while I love like their work, sometimes like in the case of Dune uh, 2021, I see Timothy Chalamet as like Paul Atreides and I'm like, oh, that's Timothy Chalamet. I can't see him as Paul Atreides. He's Timothy Chalamet as Paul Atreides. And yeah. it's so frustrating sometimes. No, I totally get that. You're just like, I recognize you, and it's just hard. It, it is hard. Um, you, even, like, the best actors, you're just like, ah, it's it's you. You're in this. And, yeah, no, I totally get that. Uh, you go ahead. Uh, you, you remember more about yes. this than I do, <laughs> I would hope. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, first of all, I actually want to mention, like, one of the things that makes me laugh so hard about this movie is, like, some of the Ewok gibberish. Like, for yeah. instance, when they're asking about food and, like, the kids are asking about food and the Ewoks don't know what they're saying, they just go, kush, and I'm just sitting there <laughs> cracking up so hard because I'm just thinking of these furry little stoners on yeah, the moon yeah. of Endor, and it just sends me. Or fucking, um, uh, Wicket saying furries. <laughs> like, <laughs> I literally, when I first watched it, I had to pause because I was laughing so hard. I just did not expect that. I know. It's just like, oh, like I guess sometimes, like, just these general gibberish is just going to turn into actual words. But you're just, it's, it's still so funny hearing like this come out of an Ewok of all characters. <laughs> yes. Or uh, also the fucking the Earth animals on Endor. Yeah. Like you guys don't understand. Like they have literal ferrets, rabbits, goats ponies and they don't do anything to make them look more space-like it's just a no. fucking earth goat chewing the rope like i'm just like yeah. Th there's just what? llamas yeah like what are like you it's t it totally takes you out of it you're just like all right well this is not endor or the forest moon of endor this is now just some ranch in california where they filmed like th this is so not star warsy <laughs> Yeah, it, and just the it, general tone too. Like they go for a more fantasy vibe with it. Like yeah, and it just it feels so weird it, to have it, that with like Star Wars has always had fantasy elements, but like mm -hmm. not to like oh this is a fairy tale, but Star Wars kind of way. Yeah, no, this is literally just like. Uh, it's it literally reminded me of like the eighties fantasy movies that I see get ripped apart on uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand a lot, just because the open spaces, the numerous forest shots, and then in the second movie there's a fucking castle. It's just like all right, this is just like a stupid eighties fantasy movie. Like this isn't Star Wars anymore. Like yeah, it's literally the cheapest shit, and it's. It's really funny, but it's yeah. really, really distracting. And also, don't forget the desert on the moon of Endor, the forest moon of Endor, which I would assume would have like a, a universal climate from like looking at it from space, at least. 
But yeah. no, there's just a random desert here for some reason. There's just a desert. Yeah. I great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it it drives me insane. Like how little thought was put into any continuity with the Star Wars like canon at all, despite yeah. it being a spin-off. Despite it being written by George Lucas, he wrote the story for this movie and the next one. So like George, you this is this is your universe. Like you're the guy. Like why are you why are you getting these basic things wrong? I I literally think like the Ewok movies were just something he wanted to make for his kids because uh I feel like every time he tries to make things specifically for kids, they always turn out this way. Like for instance, he tried making a kids movie, uh, an animated movie in 2015 called strange magic and it is also incredibly weirdly written um i, I remember that like... I, I i never saw strange magic but i remember seeing trailers for it because they were like releasing trailers for it in like january or february of 2015 and i remember it being like from the imagination of george lucas and i remember yeah. thinking to myself being like oh how unfortunate, George. You sold Star Wars and now you're working on this. But See, then again. at the time, I was such a star, uh, such a George Lucas fangirl. I was kind of interested. And while I never saw the movie myself, I know a lot more about it than most people because for some weird reason, I know this is off topic, but it had a strangely large following on Tumblr in 2015 and 2016. <laughs> Like, I had a couple mutuals who were really into that movie, and I don't know why. <laughs> it strangely reminds me of Epic, like, thinking back, like, the animation style. Like, I think I get that and Epic kind of confused with each other, um, just because they have that, like, uh, general fantasy look to them, but uh, I couldn't tell you which one is better. Well, one, I've only ever seen Epic. I have not seen uh, Strange Magic. And... I have been blessed to have seen neither, but maybe I should. <laughs> maybe you should. Maybe you should steal James's uh, Blu-ray copy of Epic. Yeah, I'll steal his <laughs> Blu-ray copy of Epic and replace it with the Blu-ray copy of Strange Magic. He won't suspect a thing. <laughs> the perfect crime. <laughs> it's the same movie. I don't actually know if it's... I think... I... No, because Strange Magic was like a riff of like uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, but we should probably actually get back to the fucking Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, to the Ewoks, yeah. But... <laughs> We're not going to turn this into a, a Red Letter Media Star Wars holiday special video. Where we're just like going on tangents being like, oh, let's not talk about the holiday special. <laughs> um, God, I miss the holiday special. <laughs> oh, uh, but anyway, yeah, no, Ewoks, car Caravan of Courage, fucking. Um, yeah, it's why did the movie like start? halfway through the movie like the plot never like the plot doesn't start until halfway through the movie i i realized when watching it because i'm just like because it's just like what like a bunch of ewoks and the kids like just fucking about at the beginning of the movie but then they go to the ewok village what happens again uh, okay like if i remember correctly from my two times <laughs> watching it where it went yeah. one in through one brain and out the other, partially because I wasn't paying attention half of the time and it was like scrolling through Twitter because it was that boring. But yeah, yeah, yeah. at the same time, um, it was like the family crashes and you see the parents looking for their kids. Then they get kidnapped by the big bad monster. Then the kids are 
Uh, no. Then the Ewoks are fucking about with a hang glider. Then mm-hmm. the kids sign the Ewoks. Um, the little girl, Sindel, gets sick. I can't believe I fucking remembered her name. Um, oh, yeah, Sindel. She gets yeah. sick. And Mace, who I would like to headcanon, is named after Mace Windu because he's also yeah. a little shit. Um, Mace Windu. <laughs> yeah, the kid's name is Mace. And I'm just like, Mace Windu? And then this white kid comes up. I'm like, no, not Mace Windu. <laughs> so different different one. Uh, but yeah. Different Mace. Uh, Sindel gets sick. They heal her. And then they're like, we need to find her parents. And then the shaman gives them a bunch of different items. And then some other items that... Um, basically why do i remember so much of this well <laughs> you you're bringing all this back i'm like oh yeah that did happen because i remember now yeah, but i like, forgot like because the thing is i forgot all of it when i like rewatched it i was like oh i forgot about these items that they all have <laughs> these magical items that i don't know they they did things like yeah. but they weren't very impressive and then they have no. to like recruit two other ewoks and there's like <laughs> A bunch of different like pissing contests that are really underwhelming and I barely remember. I I remember there was an axe throwing contest where they only threw like one axe, and <laughs> and the guy was just like, yeah, okay, I, I'll go. The yeah, Ewoks, yeah. yeah, I'll go. <laughs> I don't remember what the high priestess Ewok was like contest pissing contest was, but like she eventually joins the team. They uh, stop by a river, and then Mace gets stuck under the river for reasons. And it's a it's a magical river. It's a magical river. He nearly drowns, <laughs> but Wicket saves him with his magical item, a walking stick. That, Unfortunately, yeah, and so pulls him out of the water. <laughs> uh, then this is the one that weirds me out the most. Is like I forgot what they called them, but they basically were like little fairies. And oh, they they fuck. they fucking like are like swarming a mace, and yeah. then they all go to Sindel's candle, and so you're like, oh, is this a threat? But then one's saying, and they're like, oh, look at it, it's so cute, it feeds off of giggles. So I'm like, did you just <laughs> kill all those guys? And then you spared this one. And the giggle like, fairy, the giggle fairy, they killed the yeah. giggle fairies. <laughs> it was the giggle fairy genocide we saw on screen, and they kept one for their entertainment. That's the only thing I can parse because I don't. They don't explain what the fuck is going on or what the threat was. With the fucking giggle fairies. <laughs> the fucking and- giggle fairies. Yeah, and then the and then they're giggling and they're just like, "Huh, oh, giggle fairies." I'm like, "What the actual like? What is?" Uh, like giggle fairies. Like, yeah, where where's that in the force? Ugh. Yeah. Oh shit, I forgot. Before they uh left, they also got attacked by a monster. Uh, and they're yes. like they actually okay. I will admit oh. the stop motion animation effects are not bad, and I can imagine like some kid watching this on TV and being like, "Yo, this effect is so fucking cool!" Like. Uh, because the thing is, I actually have such a soft spot for like old TV, like special effects, because yeah, they because old TV just did not have the budget that they do now, 
And so it's really interesting seeing what they do with the limited budget that they have. Sorry for bringing up Dune again, but the Dune miniseries <laughs> is also like this. And it's kind That's of awesome. why I love the Dune miniseries. Yeah. Uh, p- please watch the Dune miniseries. It's all on YouTube. It's it's it's, it's so campy. It's so much fun. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, God, you, you, I completely forgot about the stop motion like horse bear yeah creature that they come across because i was pissing myself laughing at that scene because it's just these stupid teddy bears like hitting this stop motion creature yeah they're just hitting it and you can kind of see the green screen too (laughs) so you're just like they're just kind of whacking at it and it's just like it's like kind of funny but it's also like man that actually probably was really cool for television at the time yeah oh my god yeah and no, then they I had another stop motion that. monster that they fought that i always checked out when they were found because basically we'll get to that so the next part they go to a uh the desert that i fucking screamed about earlier and there's a big <laughs> wall with like a bunch of rocks and they don't know where to go and mace's <laughs> item was just a fucking rock uh, and so he yeah. like threw it away, but Wicket picked it up because yeah. Wicket was like, you know, I'm not gonna let this asshole kid ruin everything. Yeah, uh, exactly. There's probably some lesson to be had, but it's not really expanded on at all. Uh, always trust rocks. Uh, I uh, think the lesson, lesson is never throw anything away. You must hoard everything. You must sa- oh. keep everything saved on your computer. No, you cannot delete. If your hard drive is full, get a new one. I, I'm joking. But- <laughs> Way ahead of you on the hoarding. That's <laughs> <laughs> but no, um... Then he smashes the rock and it has an arrow. It was actually like a geode with an arrowhead inside that, that points yes, the them arrowhead. to the fucking yes. cave entrance that's covered with rocks. And then <laughs> this is the thing that drives me insane. And me and my girlfriend, because I was watching the first one with my girlfriend while they were coding. And they yeah. were just like, what the fuck is this the entire time? As they're like kind yeah. of looking at the screen. What are you watching? Um, but... Mace has, like, a blaster that he hasn't been using because I guess they run on charge, which I, I don't know why. I assumed they had, like, infinite batteries, but I did. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I and thought that too. And the thing is, he's like, okay, we have enough charge. And so he, pull, he pulls the trigger, and it's just a straight-up flat stream, a flat stream <laughs> of lasers... That blows up the door. And the thing that sends me is that it's a flat stream. Like, if they can do that, why aren't the stormtroopers doing that? Why isn't everyone doing that? Like, why, when Han Solo encountered that huge group of stormtroopers, didn't pull out his gun and just whoosh it with the fucking long stream? Yeah. <laughs> but like, wait, I thought they were like machine guns. Like, you held them and they went pew, 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 pew. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, what is that? What is the science behind these laser guns? Well, I was even going to say, like, oh, oh, they have this giant rock in the way. Oh, is this how they're going to, like, implement the force or something? Like, is Mace or Sindel going to find out they're, like, force sensitive? No, they just blow it the fuck up with the yeah, fucking laser. Like, oh, yeah, these kids are not special at all. They're not Jedis. They are just normal-ass kids. And while I kind of, like... The thing is, I kind of appreciate that they're normal-ass kids, if that makes sense. Like... Yeah. But at the same time, like, when the movie has nothing to... When the movie has nothing to it, like, you're like, uh... <laughs> but yeah, and then they find their parents, and then they're in a cave, and they fight the big 
monster and oh i actually remember something you didn't uh, oh shit what did you remember so so before they find their parents they have to cross uh they have to get so they're so they're in the cave um but before they get to their parents they have to trek this spider web which is so obviously just like a net you'd see at like a high school gym but it's also covered in cobwebs and they have to trek across it and then this haunted house ass looking spider comes down oh yeah i remember the spider now spider. just this huge ass fucking spider like they're, yeah. ripping, they're ripping off shelob's lair from lord of the rings or however you yeah. pronounce her name I don't remember, but yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, just like this giant spider on strings, just like pu- being puppeted around, and the Ewoks are just like, ah, back. <laughs> it's so funny because you can see the strings. It's, uh, it was so funny. I that was another t- part of the movie. I was just like, what are you doing, George? <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, the fake looking spider seat. I was like losing my mind. Okay, yeah, and then they find their parents. Yeah, Sorry. then they find their parents. Yeah, and this is the part where I always check out because the fight. At this why I'm so bored of the fight scenes. I just like okay, so I guess they beat the monster. Uh, let's see how Elon is destroying the hell site today. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, funny thing about their parents, the dad in this movie is played by an actor named Guy Boyd. I believe that's how you say his name. Let me just uh, double check that. Guy Boyd. He is the janitor from I'm Thinking of Ending Things, um, which is a very different movie from uh, the first Ewok movie, I must say, but uh, equally as horrific, I will say that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I've heard about it. I haven't seen it yet, though. It's been a while, but I remember liking it a lot. a lot more than uh, Caravan of Courage, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's like a low bar. Like the bar is in the Marianas yes. Trench right now. It like. is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they find their parents, and then they. Oh, oh. So it's like. The... So what's that creature? It's like the Gorax. The... I remember. I remembered that because I'm like the Gorax. I speak <laughs> for the trees. Um, the Gorax is like this Minotaur-looking creature. And they like defeat him. He falls down the uh, trench. Uh, they're like hugging their parents, and then the Gorax comes back, <laughs> and then they defeat him again. He falls down the trench again, um, and then they're hugging their parents. And I was thinking, I, me and my friends when we were watching this, we we're just like, "Oh, is the Gorax going to come back like a third time?" Because <laughs> like that's just, like that's just what it was setting it up to be like. But yeah, no. So the Gorax was like the main villain. I completely forgot that. <laughs> Now I'm just sitting um, here, like now I'm headcanning, like you know when uh, the Lorax grabs his ass and floats into the sky. I think he just yeah. <laughs> went to Endor, mutated yeah. with, because of his anger and hatred towards the destruction of the trees on uh, Seuss Earth, I guess. Yeah, Seuss Earth, <laughs> and became the Gorax. <laughs> the Gorax, you know, because he grew word. horns and <laughs> started Gorax. <laughs> Gorax. <laughs> oh god, this wow. I'm surprised we actually remembered this much about this stupid fucking movie. I too! Because like when I think of it in my brain, uh, like it's, it's just like it's empty. Like yeah. it's nothing no moment really like stands out because everything is equally hollow. Yeah, exactly. It's just so boring occasionally burl ives chimes in and is just like 
Wicked here and Deej and the other Ewoks. It's just like, ugh, who cares? Uh, Deej nuts, got him. <laughs> Deej nuts. <laughs> oh, God. Um, all right, is there anything else you have to say about Caravan of Courage? Um, um, my uh, The only thing I have to say is... If you watch it because of this, you're a masochist, but I respect you greatly. <laughs> if you Agreed. if you were somehow peeked into seeing like how empty this movie is, like go for it, but like Yeah. We mean it when we say there's nothing. There's nothing. Like there is more to Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones than there is to the Caravan of Courage. Like I like I always hear people say like those movies are like some of the most boring Star Wars movies ever and to be mm-hmm. fair sometimes they are but like there's a lot more to those movies yeah. compared to this one. And like, you know what? I will say one other thing about Caravan of Courage. I like it better than Rise of Skywalker. I do too. I do and too. Unlike that movie, it made me feel things. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't good things. No. Uh it made me uh hate Ewoks. Um, you know, I I hate them, and not just the men, but the women and the children, too. (laughs) Me too, me too. I I am... We're not even... We we still have a whole other movie to get through, but I was already anti-Ewok after watching this one. (laughs) It's okay, Um, because there is a a bit of glorious respite, respite... Uh, when it comes to the next movie, uh, Battle mm. of Endor. Yeah, so the next Ewok movie is The Battle for Endor. Um, was there a battle? I remember I there mean, was, like, fighting was, at the beginning. There was, yeah, there was a battle at the end. It was very oh. underwhelming, but there there yeah. was a battle. Okay, okay, so it's not totally false advertising. Uh, actually, um, it is false advertising, because on the poster for, uh, the movie... There is a young man in the middle of the poster, and you do not see him anywhere in this. Like oh, he's yeah. like there, and he's like holding up like a blaster with the other Ewoks around. That man, I'm telling you now, he's not in the movie. You don't see no. him anywhere. It is wait actually minute. false advertising. Like the battle yeah. for Endor's there, but that guy isn't. Yeah, wait a minute. Who is that guy? Because he looks nothing like Mace. Now, okay. Well, first of all, Mace fucking dies in like the first five minutes oh, of the spoiler. movie. Spoiler! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. No. I. I trust me. Like I, because I already knew. Because like you, we watched this before yeah. I watched uh, Ewok. So like when we were wa- originally watching Battle for Endor, and we're and I see these people like getting blown up and killed, and you're just like, yes, kill. I'm just like, <laughs> whoa. What did these people do to you in the last movie? And then I watch. It's like, oh, they did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. Other he fucking than that, being some of the worst acting, some of the worst child acting I've ever seen, and not even in the endearing way, like in Dinosaur yeah. Hotel. It's just annoying. Yeah. I was wondering about these kids. I'm like, do they have like producer parents? Where like they're just like George, please put my child in this movie or in these Ewok movies and make them the main characters. And then George was like, I want to put in the Goongas. But you know he hadn't invented yeah. Goongas yet, so they had to put in the child actors. I'm like, I'm like wondering that because like, who are these kids and why did they get to be main characters in a Star Wars? Yeah, movie? actually, here let me go into IMDb. I, uh, I'm gonna look up the <laughs> Battle of Endor. 
<laughs> and I'm at least going to look at just Sindel because Sindel is the only one that's, that survives. That's true because I guess yeah, maybe like test the audiences most didn't approve one. Mace. The yeah, most they were just yeah, like um, they were just like so, get yeah. him, get him out of here. I'm, here I'm sure go. that kid Aubrey was just Miller. like I actually I actually feel really bad for this kid just because Star Wars fans are insane. Yes. Uh, oh shit, she's kind of hot now. What the hell? She kind of has like <laughs> she kind of has like that. You know, um. Here, let me. God, if it would let me fucking copy and paste this image, please. Um, here, I'll just take a screenshot. Um, sure, sure. Here, this like, is great podcast. Don't, don't. Uh, like, I don't know. She kind of gives me like Jennifer Tilly vibes. Oh yeah, she does. Like, so, and I think Jennifer Tilly is an absolute milf. Like, bark, bark, bark. Yeah. So, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, she, she. Okay, so let's see what she has only done three movies, and one of them was just as a chorus da- dancer in not another comedy musical, which is a short in twenty twenty one. She, um, the other things is apparently she was in the editorial department for a movie called The Message from 2012. And mm. uh, they have a soundtrack listing for her singing uh, My Star really badly. Uh, oh my god, that's, uh, we'll get to the end of it though. Yeah. So wow, yeah, this, these are these she, are just some uh, random ass real, kids. She's had a real distinguished career, huh? Real distinguished <laughs> career. <laughs> I mean, where could you go after Ewoks, man? <laughs> you know, anywhere but up. Anywhere but up. Anywhere but up. I agree. Yeah. So anyway, Mace dies. Um, the mom died. Well, the mom dies before we even see her. Like we see her corpse. Uh, yeah. Like you. Basically. Yeah. Like like you. She's dead. Like this movie. She's fucking dead. Is actually weirdly dark. Like I know. it, it yeah. starts out like and like. Yeah, her whole family's dead. And actually, um, there are theories that this is uh <laughs> this is George Lucas's response to the divorce <laughs> between him and his wife at the time. <laughs> was he was just trying to like get through it <laughs> yeah. by fucking like killing his entire family. <laughs> yeah, I just gotta kill my family. They wouldn't let me use the Goongas. Absolutely. She took the goombers in the divorce. It's not the only conspiracy theory I have about this film. I one of the one I have is completely original, but we'll get to that later because it'll be more relevant later. Sure, Um, sure. But yeah, so the the mother's dead, Mace is dead, the father, who's now played by uh Dwayne from Die Hard, is dead. Because he's not the one who got butt fucked on national TV, Dwayne. I love that line from Die Hard. I try to implement it as much as possible. But anyway, um, yeah, this movie. Uh, yeah, so the family dies. So it's just Sindel and Wicked. Wicked, by the way, looks fucking terrifying in this movie. Oh, um, my God. His eyes are, like, lifeless. They stare into you. Actually, in these entire movies, that is the one thing I've noticed. Those eyes stare into your soul. They are yeah. terrifying. They're not nearly as endearing as like the ones that you see. I don't know why they're not. I don't know what they did to like the eyes of those costumes. Or maybe it's just because we have so many scenes that are very close up to them. But they yeah. are just unnerving. Those are lifeless eyes. Like yeah. a doll's eyes. Like <laughs> And and what's worse is like the mouth moves too. 
end, it speaks, and he speaks English in the movie. Randomly. Yeah, I, I, he, the he doesn't is, speak English in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, the, that's the other thing is like the continuity of these movies don't necessarily make sense. Like, I don't really know where they fit on the timeline because, like, if it's before Return of the Jedi, because apparently they'd never seen humans before or something. I don't know. I can't remember enough about these movies. Then <laughs> they were taught English to an extent because of the family living there. But then they don't know any English in Return of the Jedi. That doesn't make sense. But if this happens afterwards, I don't think it really makes sense either. It's yeah. like the the place that this fits in the continuity just isn't clear. Yeah, no, it's not. So you know what? Uh, it's not canon. It never existed. It never no, existed. This, like it never existed. That takes care of that. <laughs> that takes care of that. Oh, uh, but anyway. Um, so I think the other thing that this movie, I say improve upon, but like. I use that term very lightly because this movie's better, but like not it's, really. Yeah, the only thing, like, how do I put it? The thing that really makes this movie better is that there's just stuff going on. Like, there's an actual plot, but that's about it because what's in the plot when it doesn't make you feel mind bogglingly confused. Yeah. It's just boring. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but there's like more characters in this one. There's uh uh what's the villain's name? Uh I don't know, actually. I don't remember. And you know what? I'm glad I don't Wait, remember because I don't care. Who are you talking the, about again? The villain? The The, the villain? I actually the, don't the remember creature? his name either. I, I really don't. He he is just the uh space goblin. Yeah, Space Goblin. Or, uh, that's, actually, uh, he that's looks more name. like Space Orcs, actually. Okay, like... yeah. Space Orc. Um, sp- space Orc leader. Uh, he's in this. Uh, there's a fucking human witch in yeah, this Yeah, there's just a human well, witch. Who is uh, a, kind of hot, actually. Wi- she is kind of hot, but like a witch. Not not a Sith, not a Jedi, not a... What, what was Asajj Ventress's uh, cult in the Clone Wars called? The Sisters of something? I forgot. I can look it up, though. Um, yeah. I really forgot. Um, oh, the, um, the Night Sisters. That's the Night Sisters. That's what it was. It's a coven of witches that yeah, lived in the mysterious for world and of giggles. Uh, Just for shits and giggles, because I want to look up the witch from... Uh, uh, Battle of Endor, because I just want to see sure. what she's described as. Yeah, because she's just a witch, like not like and not like a witch in the Night Sisters kind of sense, but like a witch, uh, in like a fantasy setting, as if this takes place in a fantasy world in one no of those generic. No way! Fantasy- oh, breaking news! She's a fucking Night Sister. Wait, she's really? a Night Sister, apparently. Really? Yeah. Oh. So I well, guess she is like the proto night sister. She's a proto night sister. That's stupid. It <laughs> I, is because re- it, it's like I feel like they're completely different. Yeah, they're completely different. She's she's not bald. She uh, has a magic <laughs> ring. 
She has a magic ring. That like, allows her to, like, transform into other things. Yeah. Uh, like, like, she turns into a crow quite often, or a raven. I can never tell the difference. Blackbird, yeah. Um, wow. Okay, so she is a night sister. But, like, but, uh, the, the, like, and, like, she can use magic, and it's, like, a red uh, hue to it, like, the magic. It's, like, okay, the, do the Night Sisters use the Force? I don't remember. Uh, God, I don't remember either, but I know that it's, I think it's its own thing. Let me look yeah. it up. I'm, because, yeah. like, now, I, this is just confusing me. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. No, this is, so, no, this is, um, this is, this is good. This is good. So, let me see. I'm glad we're learning Skills something. Skills and training. They were force wielders, but they were known to wield different power compared to other force wielders because they're derived from incantations and spells. Right. Um, they underwent tra- uh, training as kids to have power over magic. Um, okay, so yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm just kind of like reading some of the lore. And yeah, so it's like basically they're kind of they're force wielders, but instead of using their brain, they they use spells, I guess, and it's uh, different somehow. IDK Squid Games. Yeah, this is like way too much for Star Wars, man. Like this, like Star Wars is the Force. I don't know, like the fact that they're like implementing like witches and stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's explained better in Clone Wars. I guarantee it's explained better in Clone Wars than it was in Everything here. Everything is they... explained better in Clone Wars now. Exactly. I, I've seen yeah. some episodes. And I don't remember much about the Night Sister episodes that I did watch, mm-hmm. but uh, I know it was a lot different than what we see here. I mean, yeah. So. <sighs> She's, this is a stupid fucking witch character. It's just melting my mind in Star Wars canon. Yeah, honestly, Did... the biggest thing about this movie is it takes the harder fantasy lean than you ever have yeah. before. Because there's literally can... a castle. There's literally a castle. There's a witch. There's space orcs. Like it's like they really lean into like what you said, the bad '80s fantasy movies. Like no wonder nerds got bullied. Like. If my ass was, like, seeing a kid at school and they had, like, an Ewoks lunchbox and then I'm like, okay, like, that's fine. But then I go home and then I turn on ABC television and then that movie's on. I check it out for five minutes and it's dog shit. I'm shoving that kid in the locker. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. Don't, don't. Bullying is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please don't. Uh, no, don't don't do that. No, no, do that. Um. Anyway, uh, fuck. Uh, so yeah, there's a castle. There's a witch. Um, uh, diabetes man is in this. <laughs> yeah. Wilford Brimley. He he plays a uh a grumpy old man who says probably one of my favorite lines in the entire movie, which is, "Now these kids are gonna cause nothing but trouble." What if they want to be friends or something? <laughs> That's right. And it's like, what? Yeah. To hear that out of like a grouchy old man is like one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Like, I feel yeah. like in a cartoon, it would kind of make sense. But just seeing a real ass grown man <laughs> with his weird little alien speed boy pet alien yeah. sonk the honk. 
But yeah, not his... really if like Sonk da Honk looked like a monkey and yeah. was white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like how is this Star Wars anymore? Like this is just like it's it's so far removed from Star Wars at this yeah, point. You're and just honestly, like... Noah's such a dick because like those kids went to this house and like they made food in the house yeah. and he eats the food that they made after he kicked them out and then they have <laughs> the muffins the and- curl out <laughs> yeah he kicks them out with the cold and in the like- cold in this, and then like in this- he- he's eating their muffins and he tells his little <laughs> song the honk monkey to not give them any <laughs> And I'm just sitting there like, bitch, that's their food. They made yeah. it. Like, at least give them that. <laughs> he kicks the little girl out She's into like the forest. She's like five. At night in this forest where there's fucking space orcs and witches and creatures of all kind, apparently. Like, it's not just Ewoks on the forest moon of Endor. There's like these fucking monsters everywhere. Like, <laughs> it's like he kicked the little girl out. <laughs> <laughs> Like, how heartless can he be? And then he's just, like, warms up after, like, five minutes. And it's yeah, just he's just like, like, oh, the plot's telling me to warm up now. And, yeah. like, like being like, it's going to be okay, even though both of your parents are dead. <laughs> like, and, like, also, there is, like, I think, I don't remember how long this scene goes, where Sindel sings a little lullaby that her mom used to sing, and not only is the lullaby like song bad, but the way that she sings it, because this is a like five year old singing it, yeah. it's oh god! Like people make fun of like American Tales somewhere out there, or that one song from Tom and Jerry, but I can I can guarantee you, this is worse. This, this is worse. Yeah, it's it's worse. <laughs> It yeah. probably is. Um, you said you had like a conspiracy theory about this movie. Um, yeah, it is specifically about on the castle. So okay. I have a theory that that castle is actually the castle from Willow, that one uh, uh, Lucasfilm mm-hmm. fantasy movie that came out in the 90s. Because I looked at the timeline and it like uh willow came out i think early 90s this was like came out in 87 and i i just swear to god like i feel like they were like working on building it and they were just like oh let's just see if we can get anything else out of this and they just threw it in there they're just like yeah hey we already have this we already have like a bunch of fantasy stuff you know let's make another ewoks movie and we can use the castle and so we can get uh, a bit more bang for our buck yeah that make that would make sense. I I confirmed the date. So Ewoks Battle for Endor was eighty five. Willow was eighty eight. Okay, um, so it was a three year difference. I just got the dates wrong. Right, but no, you were you were probably still on the money with that because yeah, that's probably what it is. Um, I it, like yeah, it's just I I know it's such a crazy conspiracy theory, and I could be completely off, but like because I don't know how long the development time for Willow was. Right. Uh, but I don't think I want to know. I, I want to believe. No. I want to yeah. believe that they just no. put that I in believe as too. a cost-cutting I... measure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This stupid, stupid movie. Yeah, um, and then uh, there's a scene where there's a fucking unicorn because the witch lady yeah. turns her horse into... Because, of course, are earth horses on uh, Endor. This is a well-known fact at this point. 
And yeah. apparently unicorns exist inside of the Star Wars mythos too. Okay, cool, whatever. Uh, and like she lures Sindel out pretending to be her mom to kidnap her because uh, we forgot to mention, but the reason why the Ewoks camp was attacked by space orcs is because the space orc wants something called the power, which I guess, uh, I honestly like, I forgot what exactly what it was, but I think it was like a way to power a ship. So yeah, it's like a ship battery or something, right? Or something, and yeah. like conquer more planets. I don't really <laughs> remember because this movie is that boring and yeah, nothing like made sense. Uh, but yeah, and like, so Sindel is kidnapped, and then Noah, the old diabetes guy, Sancta Honk Monkey, and uh, Wicket are going to save her and also the other Ewoks that were captured because basically the whole village was captured by the Spake Sorks. Yeah, it's... Yeah, 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 I remember. Uh-huh. Vaguely, but I remember. It, it is kind of weird how I, like, maybe it's just because of all the vignettes scenes instead of, like, in the case of this movie where I can, like, remember a clear timeline. Well, this one, I remember more events, but the timeline is muddy. Yeah, no, I... I... I agree completely. Yeah, I'm, and there's the like something boat. in the moat too, like when they're like breaking in. Oh, there's, there's like, like, a, a, like a little moat monster that you never see. Yeah, you never see it. It's you never see. It. I just realized that. Yeah, you never see it because that would have cost too much, I guess. So they just like blew bubbles into the water, and yeah. it's just like, oh, there's a monster under there. <laughs> yeah, basically. I like at first I thought it was like acid. Like, um, mm. I don't know why I thought it was acid. And then he, Wicket's feet touch the water, and of course I'm not seeing little teddy bear gore feet yeah. like, hanging there. Honestly. So I was like, oh, it's a monster? Huh, yeah. okay. Honestly, that probably would have been cheaper if they were just like, be careful, the moat's full of poison. Like, they, yeah. didn't, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't even like, have to have made moment, any like, movement. Where the, where the rope gets like really close to the water, and he's like holding it really close. like like, And, and it then, burns. Yeah, like just a little, like it singes a, like, a little bit of his yeah. shirt, and then Noah's pulling him up. Like that would have been cheaper, actually. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I guess every threat in Star Wars has to be a creature, even if you can't show it on screen, I guess. I, I guess. <laughs> um, Stupid fucking Ewok yeah. movie. And also, like, the orc space orc king talks to Sindel is like yo five year old tell me the power because you yeah. totally you're five so you know everything <laughs> yeah um, why do they assume she knows yeah like she's only tweet like <laughs> what well, yeah she's, she's gonna know so much about like uh, uh the power like dude she even the witch even... thinks like, yeah, even the she... witch thinks like, yeah and it's insane to me because like honestly if i needed help trying to find something i wouldn't ask like the five-year-old first especially when it comes to uh i guess ship batteries idk i would ask the old man who like, apparently fix has been fixing a ship for ages because like that's what something noah does right he has like a ship yeah just, he like, has like a ship that he uh basically crash landed on with his friend who also like died and that's why he's grumpy and doesn't want to be friends at first oh is that what happened i didn't remember that yeah <laughs> i didn't yeah, remember he had a yeah, friend he has a dead friend <laughs> he has a dead friend <laughs> i don't remember is that the the boy on the poster 
uh that's like, his dead yeah, friend yeah the one we never see like uh, <laughs> yeah. he yeah like never mind it's false out it's false advertising i was wrong uh, <laughs> there he is there he is it's a uh, skeleton yeah it's a skeleton <laughs> I actually don't remember. I think it was a skeleton or something. I don't know. I don't, think, I don't remember I don't. if they showed his body at all. I don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And the then, the like, more I'm trying to remember, the more I'm forgetting. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I do admit, like, I'm also, like, struggling. Because, like, I know that the Orking was, like, mad at the witch because she couldn't get the five-year-old to tell him about... Uh, complex adult things and so he also locks her in prison yeah so she gets put away even though she's a witch oh that's right because he just takes her ring off and she lets him take her her ring off it's like oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then he does it again and traps her as a crow yeah should have learned the force idiot i guess (laughs) yeah skill issue couldn't be me Oh god. Um how does this movie end again? Does it end with like uh uh it ends with like a fight cuz basically um it ends with the battle for Endor. Yeah. Well, because basically what happens is there's a big jailbreak and so mm-hmm. there's a big fight in the castle as the Ewoks try to escape and then the orcs follow them into the forest and I think uh the big climax is like they fix the ship and so they're able to use the ship's lasers maybe like um i oh god i don't remember okay i'm gonna look up a plot <laughs> summary for the battle of endor now because because i literally yeah. like tapped out like i was just I know, like me too it's I, just like uh, nothing is staying in my brain what is going no, on I, I know like i'm trying i'm struggling myself to remember uh okay uh not battle of endor battle for endor like it matters it's ewoks too Also, i have like the best uh uh, extension on my computer so basically whenever i search things up it makes little animal crossing noises oh nice okay anyway sorry i just wanted to mention that (laughs) because no that's fine (laughs) that was making me giggle yeah um okay so uh battle for freedom (laughs) um Everyone reaches the village at nearly the same time. Noah tells the Ewoks to defend against the Sinaiasins. I guess that's what they're called. The space Sinaiasins? I guess. I'm calling them Space Orcs. Fuck that. Yeah, Space so, Orcs. Yeah. yeah, Space Orcs. Uh, the Ewoks. Uh, okay, so yeah. Noah's like uh, getting his ship ready. Yeah, it was a power converter for the ship. So it was a, it was a ship battery. Oh, um, power converters guess, from Tashi Station. Yeah. Uh, but he has trouble getting it to work. The Ewoks prepare to fight, and then the uh, space orcs uh, fight. I like how they uh, they uh, uh, word it in the article. Yeah. The Ewoks fight the Sinyasin, I don't know, army. Space orcs. Yeah, space orcs army with combination of their own techniques and ingenuity combined with the use of Noah's catapult. Yes, that's exactly yes. That that's yeah. how I would describe it too. Um, yeah, it's it's so, the pre- the precursor to the Battle of Endor on Return of the Jedi when so, they're yeah. using the logs and whatnot. Okay, and then um, Sindel gets captured, and uh, he has the Ewoks tell Noah he'll trade Sindel for the power supply. 
Noah confronts Tarak and they engage in a duel. Okay, I did not remember that. <laughs> I remember that. It's like it's it's Wilfred Brimley, who's well, Wilfred Brimley, the diabetes man, and this tall, skeletal-looking orc, and they're just hitting each other with sticks, essentially. I ha- like, I was way off. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I thought not lightsabers. Sh- Dude, like, yeah, not lightsabers, sticks. Yeah, Just yeah. Like, like Wilfred Brimley using has his sword and Noah using yeah. his walking stick. <laughs> and then Sindel urges Wicket to do something, and he uses his sling to shoot a rock at the ring hanging around Tarak's neck or Tarak's chest, which causes him to turn to ash. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, he turns into like a statue, or wait, yeah, he becomes like. No, he he like hardens, he freezes, and becomes like he becomes ash. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then the uh, witch flies away as a okay. She was a raven. And, okay, it was a raven. Um. Then uh, the ship is now a, a operational. So. Basically, Sindel and Noah are leaving the planet, and they say goodbye to like Wicked and Teak, who is have uh, to go Teak now. is the name of Sancta Honk Monkey, who I was mentioning earlier. I just forgot his name, which it yeah. makes sense because it's, it's Teak. How would I remember that? Like, I'm yeah, sorry, Teak. What? What? A, what? A, what? A, it's such a generic name. I could yeah. not remember that, and they don't even say it that much. I don't think. No, no. I think they're just like unlike I, Sindel I and Wicked. Sindel. Wicked, Sindel, yeah. like they ram <laughs> Back it and forth. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, that's yeah. So yeah, the the villain turns to dust, and then Noah and Sindel just quite randomly are just like, "All right, bye," and then they leave, and yeah. then that's the end of the Ewok duology. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, I'm so glad they never made another one. Actually, I think if I remember correctly, there was going to be a third one. But oh I'm gonna look God. through. I'm gonna look through here to make sure. I'm gonna actually go to the uh, Ewoks battle for Endor Wikipedia because yeah. that will probably be a little bit faster than the wiki. Yeah, um, I will say i I remember when we were about to start watching the first Ewok movie. When I looked it up with my buddies in uh, Discord, we were like, uh, "Oh." It's, it came out in 1984, the year of other great movies. We looked up 1984 movies. And Ewok, the Ewok movie was one of the first uh, options, like one of the first results for 1984 in film. And I'm like, Google, you son of a bitch. Like, stop listening in on our conversations. But not only that, the runtime for the Ewok movie was three hours and ten minutes. And we were like, whoa, wait a minute. It turns out that's just like what happens when you combine the two movies is that it yeah. becomes three hours and ten minutes if you watched it as one <laughs> long movie. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't make you guys suffer for that long, I promise. No, 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 no. Yeah, I-, I couldn't find anything on it, but I swear I could have heard. I've heard about it. Um, I, I that mean... it got that this one got canned so hard by like uh, ratings and reviews that it didn't uh, that it canceled a third one. <laughs> I mean, for the best. I, for the I, best. I mean, I barely survived two of these. Um, third one, no, no way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because uh, these, the, these are just 
mind-boggling. But the thing is, with Battle of Endor, I don't see it as uh, completely useless watching in the same way I do Caravan of Courage. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, I feel like it's, like, the perfect, like, if you get your friends together to have a laugh in the same way as, like, the Star Wars holiday special where you just talk over it. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. It, it, it is, you have a good time because it just makes no sense, especially when you're really into Star Wars. You're just like, what is this? Yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> and yeah. it's a fun laugh, even if it is horrifically boring and sometimes annoying. This movie is ma- made for Star Wars and non Star Wars fans alike because they'll both be equally confused. <laughs> exactly, actually. You know, it's a, it's a thing that'll bring us together. Yeah, it, you know, it'll if, make if, world if, peace. If, if Disney made stuff like this instead of, uh, like, I don't know, uh, the book of Boba Fett, I, I think that would actually be, uh, I think it would be a net win. I, yeah, net the thing win. is, despite everything, I loved the campiness of vintage Star Wars spinoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, they're bad. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and some of them are mind baffling, like the Star Wars Christmas album. But. Mm-hmm. It felt like there was still some heart to it. Like, in the case of this, like, the Ewoks movies, I kind of think of them, like, um, although not in the same high regard as uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. No, of course not. Something, like, someone made for their kids. Yeah. Um, But, like, in the case of, like, Disney, it's just they have no imagination anymore. And so everything that they put out is soulless and too sterile and star wars has always had a level of grit to it not in like Mm -hmm. an edgy sense but in a unpolished sense yeah it's always been kind of kitschy like at worst you know like it's it's charming like you watch it and even when it sucks it's funny um most of the time obviously there are exceptions of course but like most of the time it's been you, you know, you, you can't really stay mad. Like, you know, I think back to, like, when people were, like, furious at the prequels. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, at that era. It's just, like... And now it's, like, they're beloved just because of how silly and fun they are. Like, yeah. you can just have a good time. And, like, people say, oh, it'll be that way towards the sequels. I don't think so. No. I don't think the sequels have enough personality to make for no, meme yeah. fodder. I think the I only two memes I remember... No, there's, like... Four memes and one is fandom specific. The fandom specific one is Glupshido. Uh Then there's the traitor meme, which was a brief meme for a period of time, which I still love. It's I, I, I lolled. Yeah. yeah. Um, then there is the live slug reaction. But the thing about live slug reaction is like that's <laughs> it doesn't even feel like it's a Star Wars thing. It feels yeah. like someone just rendered it to be silly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then there's the I don't care if Blank wins, I just want Blank to lose meme. Those that's a are good like one. the th- th- that is a very good meme. But those yeah, are like the four one. memes and I don't think you can if there was more to be memed off of from those movies, they would have been memed off of. Exactly. Like, like and you don't even use those as like in the context of Star Wars. Like Exactly. The best Star Wars memes the prequels, for example, have like line after line that you can apply within the context of the movies, but like you can also just apply to anywhere. Like there, there, it's limitless. The it really uh, is. Like limitless. I just have such a fun time. Like, uh, yeah. 
watching shit and I'm like quoting Star Wars like for like no reason because it's just a funny line to apply in that moment. Yeah, no, I mean, here's the thing, like I was when I I mean I did bring... it earlier, remember? Where I was like, yeah. I hate them. <laughs> the women. I hate and the children too. <laughs> but like but you know, because like I was remembering when I was going through this book, uh, you know, because I want to bring it back to the book, uh, when I remembered, oh yeah, the first time I remember hearing about the Ewok movies was in this stupid book. But like after I found the page where I had originally found the Ewok uh poster in the book, like I was flipping through the other pages and I'm like reading through like these Star Wars facts and I'm like, oh my God, I remember when I used to be like obsessed with this book. And it's like, yeah, this is what Star Wars was to me as a kid. Just like this stupid book and like this weird universe that was really messy, but really funny at the same time. No, Um, exactly. Like, uh, I, I didn't mention this earlier, but I also, I didn't have that exact same book. But me and my brother had, like, Star Wars Encyclopedias, too, about all the different characters. That's how Shakti became my favorite character for the long time, longest mm-hmm. time. Because I saw her design, and I was just in love with her. Like, yeah. I it, like I feel like a lot of people's attachments to these very niche characters, like, people don't understand that it came from kids reading these books because there was such a deep lore. And so you just see someone that you thought was cool, and you would just kind of come up. And they yeah. kind of be like your own personal OC in a way, uh, like as like because like there was so little about them that you could kind of make your own lore. And like I feel like that is the joy of Star Wars is like that ability to just like insert yourself into that world and just start playing, like reading the books about all the different kinds of weapons. Me and my brother, we'd love making Star Wars OCs for ourselves, and so we'd go through like the ones uh, like a book of like. Uh, a different alien species and we would be like yo okay so mine is gonna be this one and then we go to the other book with the weapons and they're gonna use this weapon and they're part of this clan and like you know and we'd go through those books and we'd just build OCs like days and days on end because it was just so much fun yeah yeah it's man (laughs) yeah no, I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, honestly, just this, this stupid Ewok movie. This is yeah. this is what it brings out, brings. Yeah, out like in us. you know, the thing is, like the sequel trilogy, even like stuff like the Mandalorian, like those will never really be what Star Wars is to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree. Ewoks absolutely is. <laughs> like. Ewoks, like, for all of its flaws, and, yeah. oh my god, like, again, you really should only watch these if you are the biggest Star Wars super fan, and you are yeah. just so curious and dying to see, yeah. like, you you know what you're getting into when you're Li- <laughs> yeah. watching vintage Li- Star Wars. Listen, the, the level, if you've gotten through the Star Wars holiday special like we have, then there's no other reason to check out like you have to check out the ewoks at that point like you've gone as far as the holiday special like you'll be fine going through the ewok specials honestly i kind of think that the ewok specials are worse because the thing is like the holiday special to me at least has a special kind of 70s kish that mm -hmm. i just adore Like, it is something that could have only existed in that time. Exactly. And that, and especially because 
like Star Wars wasn't just like for nerds. It was mm-hmm. for everyone. There was exactly. a number one single that was a disco remix of the Star Wars and Cantina theme. I'm not joking. This is actually a fact because people wanted Star Wars that bad. So people were up there busting it up to a fucking disco remix of Star Wars. Of oh, Star Wars. Yeah. I remember you uh, said that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to ask that like as kind of like a fun like, oh, what do we prefer? The Ewoks or the holiday special? But like. Even like once I had finished Battle for Endor, I already knew. I'm just like holiday special, man. Like I love the holiday special. I think I've gone too far. I think it's too late for me. But like the thing is, like it's such an ironic enjoyment because it is so bad. But it is like they would not do it today. No, they they wouldn't. wouldn't. They Disney plays it too safe. No, they would. It really is something that only could have existed from that time period exactly so it feels like a very interesting time capsule of like what the culture was like in the 70s like what were they interested in like what like what did they like watch because variety shows were something that were very popular in the 70s uh i feel like the muppet show is like the closest any pop culture will ever get to like that specific genre of shows that Mm -hmm. are still relevant but it's still kind of here with the Star Wars Holiday Special in its full 70s kish. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess, to tie it in with the podcast uh, side of it. Because, again, I do own the Ewoks movies on DVD. Um, I'm actually uh, a little jealous, actually. I don't well, know why. I've just grown over time to have like a weird appreciation <laughs> and love for these movies. Just because yeah. I think it's funny to like tell people, yeah, uh, I've seen the Ewoks movies. They suck. Yeah, well, unfortunately, as much convincing as you probably tried to, I, and as much as I tried to convince myself, I just can't keep this DVD in my collection. Then like, send it to me, asshole. I'll keep honestly, it. Honestly, yeah, I'll send it to you if you want, because like I don't want it. I have my. So I'm with you. I when I think of Star Wars, I think of the kitschy shit, like like the Ewok movies, but like. I attribute that to more like so like the holiday special and like yeah. the and like this book of just like random Star Wars facts and information about like the behind the scenes and like the the lore aspects like that's what Star Wars is to me so like I'll keep the book I'm I've already kept the holiday special it's still up on my shelf uh from episodes past like it's it's staying there but the Valid. Ewoks movies unfortunately is not something that's going to join. Would I ever watch him again? I mean, who knows? Maybe some wheel night down the line will be like, hey, let's watch the Ewoks again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like for real. So, but yeah, they might not be on your shelf anymore, but they'll certainly be on mine. Well, that's good. Uh, honestly, that's good. That's that's all we can ask for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ewoks to a good home. Ewoks will find... Will fi- they'll, ha- they'll find themselves a good home. Uh... So, uh, I guess before we wrap up, I wanted to read some of the, uh, what this book has to say about the Ewok movies, if you're okay with that. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm very curious. Okay. So, uh, let me just, this is a very big book, so I'm just trying to like, uh, hold it in a interesting, uh, way that that I can read it and it's not like hitting my microphone. All right. Ewok adventures. And this is a paragraph of text next to like what looks like the dvd of the ewok adventures 
George Lucas executive produced two television features, The Ewok Adventure, Caravan of Courage, 1984, and Ewoks, The Battle for Endor, 1985, each of which premiered on ABC in the U.S. and were released theatrically in Europe, as we had said. Lucasfilm approved timelines placed both stories before the events of Return of the Jedi. Okay, so that confirms it. Um, While producer Thomas G. Smith noted that a young Ewok's wooden two-legged walker toy is evidence that the Imperials had been there. Oh. Okay, so this book is already confusing me then. We're we're getting two different timelines. Yeah, what? (laughs) (laughs) Actor Warwick Davis reprised this reprised his Jedi role as the plucky Ewok Wicked W. Warwick in both films. The production design was by Joe Johnston. I, hold on. I got to confirm. I got to confirm if it's the Joe Johnston. I'm, I, I, I have to confirm Th- that this. That reminds me of the one time where uh, me and my brother, basically, my brother found like one of those Dragonheart sequels on Netflix, and yeah. we both laughed our ass off watching it because it said it was edited by Chuck Norris. <laughs> let me see if i can find it dragon yeah. heart three but yeah i ha- i can confirm it is the joe johnston i was thinking of the J- the same joe johnston who directed the original jumanji the uh captain america first avenger the one from 2011 and jurassic park three. <laughs> oh my god yeah so the same joe johnston was the production designer for both ewok movies <laughs> <laughs> absolutely insane actually oh but before you say your thing i just want to finish this paragraph it says in both features won an emmy award for their special visual effects the movies were released on dvd in 2005 so uh yeah oh and there's one more paragraph actually on the Tawani family the the family featured in uh the ewok movies Prequels to Return of the Jedi. Okay, so th- 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 this book is flip-flopping between whether these are prequels or sequels to Return of the Jedi. This is really annoying me. Um, the Ewok movies follow young Sindel Tawani, Aubrey Miller, her brother, Mace, Eric Walker, and her parents, Catherine and Jeremit. Fionula Flanagan and Guy Boyd, Paul Gleaser, played Jeremit in Battle for Endor. After they are marooned on Endor, Sindel teaches Wicket how to speak English, an ability he doesn't show when he meets Princess Leia. I know! Oh, I thought this would... I thought ending our episode on me reading these paragraphs would uh, make things things more clearer. But I I have more questions. Fuck. (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, No, it's okay. uh, Do you have anything else you want to say, Puff, uh, to wrap up this special star wars uh special episode of too many movies um hmm let me think it was fun watching these again even though they suck like it was just funny to watch them again uh so i actually thank you for i actually am a little bit honored that you like your first thought was like you saw that and you're like (laughs) yeah i'm gonna torment puff like, I, I, I appreciate that, actually. I think that's funny. Yeah. I think it's incredibly funny that uh, it's like I am associated with two of the worst like movies ever seen because of my deep distaste and hatred of them. Yeah. But the thing is, unlike Hop, I actually have a soft spot for the Ewoks now. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I get like we said in the pre-show, I would sooner rewatch the Ewok movies over the over Hop. 
yeah. any day. Um, all right. Wow. We we certainly had a lot to say about the Ewok movies, Puff. Uh, oh yeah, we there, there was a lot to say. There was there was there was a uh, lot there was to a say. lot to be said about these very empty movies. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, please, Puff, shout out your stuff. Where can uh, where can people find you? I mean, you've been here before, but you know, just just uh, let the audience remember, re- refresh their memory. All right, so you guys can find me on Twitter at one tough puff uh, with underscores beneath each word. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel where I produce vocal synth covers and originals, you know, like Hatsune Miku. Uh, that you can also follow me there, called One Tough Puff. Um, and I also have a Tumblr, XXX, one tough puff, XXX. Um, I mainly just post Korokio pictures, but you can follow me on there if you want. <laughs> because, I mean, let's be honest, Twitter is dying. <laughs> yeah. Need yeah. another option. And we Blue do. Sky is, seems to be a millennial thing. I, I'm going to wait and see how that pans out before I decide if I, uh, join that boat. Hmm. Probably for the best. Yeah. All right. Well, your links will be in the description below, as per usual. Um, Well, thank you, Puff. I'm glad uh, you came along and talked about these uh, crazy, crazy movies with me. Uh, Yeah, I'm glad you uh, invited me. It's actually nice to have someone to talk about, like, the first one with, at least, because I wouldn't make anybody, (laughs) like, willingly watch that. Like, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, totally, totally. I I needed someone else to vent about these movies too. So, uh, but yeah, thanks for coming on, and thank you, the listener, for listening to this podcast. Uh, if you want to support the show, give a like, uh, give a comment, listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or if you just want to listen to us on YouTube, that's fine too. It doesn't matter as long as people are listening. So then we're not just talking crazy about these Ewok movies by ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, yeah. Thanks for listening, uh, and always remember, uh, Wicked! Uh, yep. May the fourth... uh, May the fourth be with you. Yeah, may the fourth be with you. I probably should have ended it like that. Okay, (laughs) bye, everybody! Bye! (laughs)